Do you know that, like, that's Selena Gomez song that goes, like, um, like, no, but you spin, da, no, there's this, there's the song a, the album of the chipmunks sing? No, that's, spinning around that's head right round, like, you spin my head right That's the song right. I'm talking about. Yeah, but no, I'm talking about the, <laughs> I'm talking about the, um, the Selena Gomez song. Okay, I didn't listen to Selena Gomez much, so. Uh, my apologies. Don't, don't. Did, did turn, you? Don't, no, that's is not. That, is, that what is that what I'm learning today? No. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. That's not what I'm saying. Everyone, your apologies. Oh, jeez. You're going to hear first Noah confirm Selena Gomez listener. I'm not a Selena and Gomez fan. listener. I'm not attacking Selena Gomez, no, because I know her army is just as big as Taylor's. Really? Yeah. It's, it's very. Oh, I forgot Jawan Howard isn't coaching anymore. Well, yeah, he's on sabbatical. Do you know that two years ago today was the um, was the vigil for Taco Bell? <sighs> Taco Bell isn't even good. <laughs> what? What are you Taco talking Bell about? Is, Taco Bell is actually... Taco Bell is overrated. Okay. Connor would hate me. If you heard me say that. Taco Bell's not bad. Connor loves Taco Bell. But I think Taco Bell... How, how, how cheap are those tacos? Like, very cheap. Yeah. That always makes me question what's used to make them. You can't tell me that, what, $10 tacos, $5 tacos are made with... Love? Good ingredients. <laughs> actual well, meat. Well, nothing really is out there made with good ingredients. So, like, or you can't, like, Unless nitpick. you make it yourself. Exactly. So you can't nitpick. But they it's, can. It's going to be weird having a new potting space next year. Mm. Yeah. None of this background nonsense. Well, this, nothing's what, what is wrong with this duct tape among us? <laughs> I feel like the background has constantly gotten, like, weirder and weirder. The background is going to be superb. We have to make it, though. Yeah, but it's going to be great. I have to see. Is this a, yeah? It was a neutral side. I was about to say. Anyway, probably should have changed the jerseys because this is a they've been the same. This is a basketball centric episode. I know, but this has been they've been the same forever. I don't even think we we talk about NFL at, at any point this entire pod. The NFL is a thing that exists. Hey, we're gonna have a whole episode coming. We've talked up. about it. A whole episode coming up. We should probably... I forget. We haven't changed the jerseys in so long that it's we like... We should pause the recording right now. No, I'm too lazy to do that. There's no, like grab there's, three. Right, there's no need. Right over there. There's no need. Show off my great array of NBA jerseys that I have. Anyway. <laughs> Logan, shall we get started? We shall. Alright. It's the Stick to Sports Podcast with Noah and Logan. Welcome to the Six Sports Podcast, the podcast where our opinions are the only ones that matter. It's Noah. It's Logan. Logan, how are you? I'm good. Not really. Why aren't you? Whoa. I just have so much to do this week. Okay, I was like, wait, is there something you're not telling me? Why aren't you good? I've got a lot of shit to do. I mean, yeah, there's. I just a, want the week to be over. And it's it's just started. Tuesday. We had a very good weekend. This is the first time that. No, not the first time. Second time, probably. That, like, your weekend was literally the same as mine. Yeah. Look at that. It was a good weekend. It was I, a really good weekend. We saw a snake. Huh? I we saw... Oh, 
I saw a snake. <laughs> we saw a snake. I was like, what is he talking about? I was, I, I was in the same state as you, and I still remember I remember the snake. snake. I remember the snake. That snake? was snake, snake. I remember the snake. There was just a lot going on. That There was a lot going on in that walk back. It was. I want, Some great jerseys, too. I wanted to touch the snake, though. Pause. Pause? <laughs> no, no, I was not saying pause to pause it. I was just saying pause because of what I said. Oh, <laughs> okay. Anyway. Anyway, no. Uh, snakes. Yeah, a lot of great Green. jerseys. A lot of great. What was your favorite jersey from this? The Luka Doncic jersey. So much so that I'm buying it for next year. <laughs> but also the Supersonic jersey was kind of was kind of nice. What about the Percy Harvin Jets jersey? It's really obscure. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, it, I'm that's like, admirable. Like I love the the obscure the Dallas Stars jersey was really nice. The Hartford Whalers jersey that some guy was wearing. That was just wild. Um, all of them are all right except for the ugly Seahawks color rush jersey. The Russell Wilson. First oh. off, why are you wearing neon green? That's not. And of course the Eagles jersey. Actually no. I no. The, Eagle- the Kelly green. The Kelly green. Are Do green. we see any Kelly green jerseys? The the. Wait, which one's the Kelly? Green? The um the old, old. The, the old ones were good. Though. I saw yeah. one of those. The new ones, not so much. I'm not. I'm not mad at the new ones. I mean, hey, I I I know for me. I, I'm mad. There was a, the the Buzz City jersey. Yes, that that one. I like the Lamella one. Mm-hmm. Um, yours obviously your Giannis jersey killed it. Yeah. yeah, but killed it. I was like, damn, yeah. all right. And then obviously my Oakland A's jersey. That's a sexy jersey. That was sexy, right? Anyway. Not the gestures, you know. Nah, I, didn't, I wasn't feeling it either. Yeah, because it was black. Okay, with green on it. Like, I'm sorry. Embarrassing. I apologize. Embarrassing. Okay, anyway. Do we want to get into... Where, where are we starting this time? Know, NFL? Jesus. We're, we're start- not talking about the NFL. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 all, whoa. Thought. No, we're not. We're not, actually. So, where are we starting, Logan? With college basketball. College hoops. There's so much. Love college hoops. It is officially March. I wonder if... Fred Hoiberg will come on the pod. Fred Hoiberg. I'll do it. The the worst coach in the Big Ten is we are his biggest fan. You know, I might rebuild to the Fred Hoiberg fan club. Now, I think that's what we have to do. Um, since we were the literal embodiments of chirpers uh, this past Sunday against Nebraska, as they got their first road win. And Fred Hoiberg's second road win <laughs> at Nebraska, both at Penn State, by the way. Yeah, I just, I just can't believe it. Fred Hoiberg, we big gotta, fan. We, big, we big gotta fan. get him on the pod at this point. We gotta get him to sign our poster next year. That's what we got. Yes, do. we should. Um, let's talk about it, Logan. Yeah, should we start? Should we start in the conferences? Let's start in the let's, ACC. Let's do a nice rundown. I mean, I mean, the rundown's already in front of you, Logan. Let's do another rundown. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, let's talk about the ACC, Logan. Logan, uh-huh. any surprises right now for you in terms of the ACC? Like, we have Duke, obviously, at the top of the standings. It's their conference to lose, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But there is a team that is one game back <laughs> of Duke. Uh, I don't think that they pose a threat, necessarily. But they're there. And as I literally wrote in my um, in my rundown, Notre Dame is here to wreck shit. Talk to us about Notre Dame. What are we thinking? Oh, I said Notre Dame sneaky. They're very sneaky. Because, you know, they are one game back. 
they could hypothetically, if things go their way, they could win the ACC regular season title. They have two games left against Pitt and Forest State, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, relatively on paper, easy wins. Yeah, Duke I would say so. UNC. Notre Dame could win win the regular season title. If Notre Dame wins if they, the regular season title, that'd be wild. Uh, in the tor- tournament wise, I think that they are a a trendy pick to go all the way. To where? To the ACC championship. Oh, game. I thought you were talking not, about not, not not the, what the hell you think? Yeah, I was we're like, talking t- conference tournament. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're conference right. Conference right. tournament March Madness wise, though, I think they'll get in. They're, yeah, they're projected as an AC right now. Not a lock, right? Should be. In yeah. On the bubble launch. So, and they could be, they could surprise, like, a team or two in the tournament. But I'm talking about ACC tournament. I wouldn't be surprised if they went all the way. Well, there's only one lock in terms of the ACC, um, in terms of the NCAA tournament, and that's Duke, obviously, mm-hmm. at the top. Whether or not they win, they just have the, the quad one wins. They just have the resume, and they have the roster. Let's, you saw, you talk about Notre Dame. They literally have won seven of their last eight. Yes. They have a great they have great wins over um, Miami. That's a good win. The, la- the only two losses they've had in their last stretch, in their last nine, are Duke and Wake Forest. They held Duke to a, even though they lost by 14, Duke only scored 57. That was actually an a very slow-paced game, and then a five-point loss to Wake Forest on the road. Florida State, they just what got. What are you a... talking about, Florida State for? No, I'm talking about Notre Dame right now. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. Whoa! Don't I stop. I thought you were transitioning to Florida State. No, Florida here, State. They just had a nice buzzer-beating win against I forget what team. Um, recently, <clears throat> no, over Virginia. They just had a nice buzzer-beating win. Yeah, in Virginia. Virginia's tournament hopes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and then they and then they play Pitt. Um, uh, at home, I think that Notre Dame could win the ACC regular season title. I'm not the regular season title. Regular season title. Yeah, I could see that. Happening. Um, in terms of the conference tournament, I'm just gonna say this: it is I, I could see any of these teams in the ACC outside of Duke, who could probably just you know go through the whole thing. It's it's that's not something that they haven't done before. But this is just uh, if they want to. Boost their seating. Yeah, honestly, it's it's at this point it's like, what do you expect from Duke? It's Duke, right? Um, Coach K's final season, why wouldn't he? Um, but they did not make the tournament last year. So. They didn't. They were, but also COVID year. We do we really like? Hey, I don't give a shit. COVID, or if there wasn't COVID, they still count. Okay. Still on paper, Duke missed the tournament. Okay, sir. Anyway, but in terms of the ACC, um, in terms of the ACC bracket, I think anybody from seeds one through six could end up like winning, you know, like it it would not, or even seven, like it would not even surprise me to see Virginia Tech make a run. It wouldn't surprise me to see Miami and North Carolina make a run. North Carolina, this is their time where they usually like think about it. People had them as making the tournament a couple of years ago when they were like shit that Cole Anthony year when they were shit. And they were like, oh, yeah. And they went on a run to the semis, I believe. Mm-hmm. But, like. I, don't know, I think Miami could upset a few teams. I think I, they could be a, a sleeper to get decently far in the tournament. But, again, I think this is Duke's to lose. I think if I would, don't go with Duke, I'd say Notre Dame. But I agree. 
No, UNC, Miami, Wake Forest, even like Virginia, Virginia Tech could all possibly win if they get hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Notre but Dame is in direction. Duke. Yeah, in my opinion. Um, let's talk about the Big Twelve. It's so it's so weird too because like the overall records are not reflecting that what's going on in these conferences. The all these conferences, aside from a few, are literally like bloodbaths, and we'll get to it. But let's go to the Big Twelve. Will Baylor win the Big Twelve? I don't know. It's I think, li- I think they could, and I I don't understand, but Baylor's just chugging along, top ten in offensive and defensive efficiency. Even though they lost like two players, the like, key players from like half the season. Yeah, they're chilling. Uh, they just beat Kansas Texas and, and did, Texas. Did back to back wins. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I like I like Baylor. I like them more than Kansas, to be honest with you. Yeah, the same, because this is still a Kansas team that is really good, but also let a Kentucky team come in and kill them at Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> let's talk, I mean, let's talk about Baylor. Baylor is right now tied for the lead um, in the Big 12. Kansas has two games to play. I think Kansas two, has three games. Three games to play. Against two opponents, right? Because they TCU played TCU twice. twice, and then they have Texas, I believe, to end the regular season. Well, the TCU is a team that a bubble, a current bubble yeah, team, Texas. that can also mess shit up too. Also, because right now they're coming off a win against Texas Tech. Um, they, they've they have lost five, four, four out of the last five. I mean, four out of the last six. They just beat Texas Tech. They need to beat Kansas once at least to to um, keep their tournament hopes alive. I think they're teetering on the bubble right now. Well, right now they have that Kansas Kansas at home today, and then they go on the road to play Kansas and on the road against West Virginia. Mentioned? Oh no, they're they're projected nine seeders. Yeah, so TCU TCU is a team that you know they have a hard schedule. They have good wins. They have a win against LSU. They have obviously that win against Texas Tech. Um, they have a win against Iowa State. You know, I think... Iowa State. Oh, I don't know which one. Well, I, I, do, uh, do you have them as a fraud? No, I don't have Iowa State don't as a fraud. As a fraud. I'm just, they're not worth mentioning. Yeah, but I think Baylor wins the Big 12, and it's crazy that they're doing this all without, like, the help of um, Jonathan Chachoa and um, LJ Cryer. Um, let's move on to the Big... Oh. No, we're not moving. Oh, whoa. Texas, we're not talking about Texas. We're talking about Texas Tech. Well, t- talk to about Texas Tech. The and the team that I think can go the farthest in the Big 12. Well, they were just in the Final Four, like a couple. Well, it's a different year. College basketball is a different year every year. Okay, my fault, my fault, my fault. Texas Tech, I think, is the best best team in the Big 12. I don't know why you think that. Why wouldn't I think that? Why is Texas Tech, talk to me, why is Texas no, Tech no, the best? You know, you love, you love some defense, don't you? I love defense. You know I love me some Their defense. Their defense. Is the second best efficient defense in the country? In the country. Oh gosh. Yeah. You know. I don't know. Other than Baylor, I mean Kansas is. I just don't. I just have a I have a feeling about Kansas, and I don't like it. Well, here's the thing about Texas Tech, which Texas makes me Tech. so happy. Texas Tech is undefeated at home. They got, they got wins against. They being Kansas. They being Baylor. They beat Texas. They beat Baylor twice. They swept Baylor this, yeah. this season. They swept Texas this season. I think, I don't know. I just have a feeling 
that Texas Tech is going to win the tournament. They're the team and that if they don't, run, yeah. they're going to be the team that goes farthest in March Madness. Uh, in the Big 12? Yes. Are you putting money on that right now? We're locking that in. I don't right have now. money to put on it, but I'm locking it in right now. <laughs> Texas Tech will be the last team standing from the Big 12. But also, we didn't even talk about this. They're also, they also could technically win the Big 12 still. They're one game back, but Watch it probably won't happen. For sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, Texas Tech, well, that, they're my favorite. I don't know. I just I got a feeling about them. I like them a lot. So right, they're like a Final Four team to me. That, let's move on to the Big East. This I'm pretty sure you have some opinions. Oh, you about know the I Big have East. opinions. Let on me the Big let East. me talk about the Big East in my in for me personally. Uh, Providence deserves some one seed love. I hear people oh, talk man. about Villanova. Um, I hear people talking about you know Creighton or whatnot. But I do have a question for you, Logan. What are the chances? Okay. That the Big East sends five or six teams to the tournament this year. Um, obviously, I think Xavier. No, Xavier. I was hearing seven teams up until Xavier's turn. Like being terrible. Ter- terrible. Um, Creighton. Hey man, Creighton's pretty good. Obviously, they lost to um, Providence. Seton Hall is is trending upward. Same with Marquette, Villanova, and Providence and UConn. I think are going in. But like, what are we thinking about? They are locks. Yeah, what do we what do we think about the Big East and the amount of teams that they will send? I think I think they'll send. Oh, I would go with six. I think obviously Nova, Providence, and UConn are locks at the moment. Um, I think Marquette and Seton Hall have a good chance of getting in, and then either Creighton or Xavier, depending on how they do. But I don't know, Xavier kind of took a hit because they just lost to. Um, They just lost to Providence, and then they lost to Seton Hall. So, I think six. I think five or six teams would not be surprising for the Big East. Um, yeah, I think they, they're right now they're projected seven in, in the, by Bracket Hall on ESPN. Well, also I have another question for you. I mean, um, let's talk about some news that's going on in the Big East before you talk before you uh, blast Providence. I don't know if you're going to do it now or later. Oh, we'll see. Um, so, Patrick Ewing says he's optimistic he'll remain coach yeah, of Georgetown. Yeah, when you 0-17 in conference play, I don't know what optimism you're finding, Patrick, other than maybe the buyout is too much. Well, um, he's only had one winning season in his five years there. Your your tournament run last year bought you a saved year. You, you saved your ass. But I think you should be canned. This is their first. This is their worst season in school history, apparently. On an 18 game losing streak. That he should be fired. I don't give a shit if you're Patrick Ewing. Sorry. I mean, yeah, he he won a national championship with Georgetown. When? As a player. Oh. <laughs> okay, no. Cannon. Sorry, I don't wish people to be fired, but Cannon. Okay. Alright, let's talk about the Big East, Noah. Talk to me about the Big East. UConn. I like UConn. I think okay. they're sneaky. I think that. They could possibly win the tournament, okay. like not the the Big East tournament. <laughs> the big, let me clarify the Big East tournament. I mean, yeah, they won five straight. Uh, I think like we all it's Providence and Nova. UConn is sneaky good, and I think they. I want to be surprised if they won Nova. They're built for March. Jay they Wright, they Jay, really Jay are. Wright, he's a great coach. They are the third most efficient offense. Uh, wait, that's not right. 
seventh best official offense. My fault. Just seventh. So, just seventh. You know, I I like them and Colin Gillespie is great, fantastic. Now let's get to the Pro- elephant in the room. Providence. <clears throat> Providence is the most fraudulent team in America, and they will probably lose in the first round. I disagree. Of with you. March Madness. I disagree. With you. Maybe not the first round. Maybe the second round. But they are the number one luckiest team in America. Yeah. That is a, a statistic. Not me saying that. That's a statistic. <laughs> they are 11-1 and one in games decided by five points or fewer. That is a not that is not a sustainable thing to have. Yeah, I'm right. sorry, you are not going far when you just win close games all the time, and that is why I think they're the most fraudulent team in the country, and I would not be surprised if they lost in the second round. Well, I'll tell the you, tournament, of March Madness tournament. I'll tell you this: the first thing, Providence might be 11 and one in team in games where they what is it? They win by five points or fewer. Well, Providence is also five and two in quadrant one games, nine and one in quadrant two, and five and zero in quadrant three, and five and zero in quadrant four. They have no bad losses. Okay. They might be these might be close losses, but they're getting them done. Providence is not a team that I think. Again, I'm saying they should really be getting number one seed love, the same love that I see um, that. Freaking Villanova is getting Providence should be getting. What love are you seeing Villanova get for one seed? I've never seen that in my life. I've I've heard them. They're locks. They're people are telling them that they're locks to win the um, the Big East tournament. And granted, okay, that doesn't make them. A granted, worse, right now, Villanova may be beating the brakes off of Providence. Oh wow! At the what moment, at halftime, it's forty twenty six. Oh my god! Providence is like average in offensive and defensive they are very average they are they i'm sorry i don't nothing about them screams we're making a run more like the run's gonna end more like the run's gonna end when you play a great mid-major that isn't lucky and actually is talented well providence is talented (laughs) yeah but they're lucky as hell too okay so do you say you think luck i'm sorry no you do not go 11 and 1 in Games decided by five points or fewer, and sustain that through six games in the tournament. Six games, seven. Personally, in my opinion, that's not a sustainable way to win. They here's the thing. Why this is why Providence is getting is getting the wins that they're getting. Ready for this? Luck. <laughs> well, luck is a factor, but also you luck is not a real statistic. Well, according to Ken Pond, it, Pond Here's the thing. They get to the line at a fi- at 15th in the nation at that clip. Uh-huh. So they're paying the refs is what I'm hearing. No, that's not what they're doing. They're uh-huh. getting to the line. They're 11th, percent in free- they're 11th in the nation in free throw makes and 16th in free throw attempts. When you put up numbers like that, that can sway a game. Mm-hmm. That free throw sway a game. So those um, those close victories you're getting is because they're getting to the line and getting those easy and quick charity points, you uh-huh. know? 11 times. <laughs> Hey man, if here, you think I'm not, I, I'm don't, not, don't I'm don't not waste here. Your breath. I'm not changing my. Opinion. I know you're not. I'm not here gonna say. I'm not gonna say here that Providence is the best team in the Big East. I don't think that. No disrespect to Ed Cooley. I of think course he's doing not. Ed Cooley's great. I don't even think they're like top three in the Big East, but like in terms of like talent, in terms of like oh, what they could probably do. But, but they, you can't look at their resume and be like they're frauds. You know. I am looking at their resume, and calling <laughs> them frauds. Okay. Do we want to go to the real bloodbath? Let me let me just look real quick. 
How how is the game against Nova going? Oh, they're currently what's the score? Um, forty to twenty six at half. Forty to twenty six, and they've already lost to Villanova once this season. Yeah, let me tell me who the best team in the Big East is. Okay, so do you want to go to the bl- absolute? I think probably this. I don't know what's going I, I on. Why is it? I disagree. If you think the Big Ten is the biggest bloodbath. Oh uh, no, it's the, probably the SEC. Yeah, if we're really talking about it, but in terms of like, in terms of like, like your overall record means win. nothing. Yeah. We're talking Let's about talk about the Big Ten. The Big Ten is a mess. As and always. <laughs> um, Logan, I have some controversial opinions. I, I do as well. Um, and we're going to talk about this in the frozen. and we're going to talk about this now. But the Big Ten, the bloodbath. Okay. Iowa has momentum. Iowa, I, I put Iowa could be a sneaky team. I, like I have Iowa. I wrote this down. I said Iowa will be in the Big Ten final. I, I like that. They're, the winners I, are four straight. They're playing great right now. Iowa... There, when we last talked about them, we said they're the team with no quad one wins, but they damn near they got their quad one wins. Yeah, you're right. Four straight, including a road win, a road killing of Ohio State, um, and a win, a dismantling of Michigan State. But Michigan State's fraud anyway. Um, the last time they played Michigan, they lost, but that at home, but. That was when Juwan Howard was coaching. They go on the road to take on Michigan this week and on the road to take on Illinois. I would not be surprised if those are both wins. Um, I think Iowa is a team that, you know, gets a lot of, like, gets a lot of, like, hate from the media because there's not as exciting to watch than, some of the, like, some of these um, Big Ten teams are. But, hey, they're 11-7 in the conference. 16-12 overall, they have the resume, and I think they have, they'll they put make a push in the Big Ten tournament. Next up, Purdue is still the team to beat. Of all the teams, I, I, I love Ohio State. I really like Ohio State. I still think that in terms of um, who's going to be there in the Big Ten final, in terms of teams that I think aren't going to like fall apart, I think Purdue is still the team to beat. Purdue... Is a lock. I wouldn't produce a top three seed to me. Um, Logan, you're gonna hate everything I'm gonna say. Am um, I? Am I really? Yeah, you are. Okay. Um, next, Rutgers and Michigan have work to do, but only one of them will make the tournament. Um, I I think Rutgers has a resume. They have two more games left, both at home, I believe, and they're the they're in the rack. It's hard to lose in the rack, but. They need to. They need to go undefeated at home. And Michigan, whew, Michigan has to. I think Michigan has a harder path, and they have the harder circumstances because they're playing without a coach, and they don't have a true star on that team. Hunter Dickinson is their best player, but is he really like the go-to scorer you want him to be? Um, and then finally, in the Big Ten, I still don't buy Wisconsin. That's that's pretty much it. I still don't buy Wisconsin. Logan, talk to me. I don't really think I'm gonna disagree with you here. Uh, let's let's run through it. Rutgers, I I'd take them over Michigan. I uh they they're in my they're currently last four in in the bracket. They have Indiana and Penn State. If they beat both those teams, and I think they need to win at least one good game in the tournament. Yeah, to solidify their spot. But if they For win sure. both those games, I think they'll be good. Indiana, Indiana, and Penn State. Uh, I hope Indiana's, Indiana's a good win. Good win. Penn State's a quad two win basically it's for them. And this, but they shouldn't be swept by Penn State. Uh, if Michigan they lose to Penn State, that'd be hard. Whatever. Michigan State is, is subpar. Frauds. And they're a frauds. Fraud. 
Iowa, I really like Iowa. I wouldn't be surprised if they won the Big Ten tournament. Ohio State is solid. They just don't play very good defense, according to the metrics, of course. Of course. Uh, Wisconsin, I am with you. I'm right there with you. I also think they're very fraudulent. I think they're lucky. They're the fifth luckiest team in America. (laughs) And they're average in both offensive and defensive efficiency. They're 35th in both. So, I mean, I like Johnny Davis, but well, I don't know. I just Wisconsin. I, I think this is going to come down to Purdue and Illinois, and I think Purdue is going to win because they been they swept the season series against Illinois. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Kofi Cockburn did nothing. Well, he did stuff. Covert. But, covert, right. but it wasn't good enough to beat Purdue. Like, so. But that being said, I also think Purdue is kind of fraudulent. They have the 107th, 107th defense in the country. They do not know how to defend. Their, the def- their defense is actually trash. Um, so, but offense, I think Matt Painter is no, just off- offensively they have what that good. Jaden Ivey, they got Zach Eady, Trayvon Trayvon Williams. They're, I think offensively they're very good, but def- like defensively they're kind of a liability. But if they I think Illinois would be their toughest competition. No, we'll talk, I'll show, talk about They show later. they can handle Illinois in both the regular season matches. And, and back to Wisconsin. So I was looking at them. I'm like, they're 73 in terms of quad one games. Um, if you look at ESPN, you look, they have like, oh, they had a close loss against Providence at home. They beat Houston, St. Mary's, and Georgia Tech on the road. And then you look at those, that St. Mary's and Houston win, and realize that, A, the Houston win was by two and mm-hmm. B, the St. Mary's win was by six. And D, like team in and D, those were all at neutral sites. Not a true road win. Fifth luckiest team in America. They have the win against Purdue, which is good. They have a at this point a loss, a loss at home to Michigan State is bad. Um, I I just they the last win against Rutgers they went into the rack and win one they have the best road get win road win percentage in the Big Ten and you know what I say it's really hard to win on the road in the Big Ten I think I don't think a single team outside of Wisconsin has a, has a road um victory of road victory percentage two games above five hundred uh, outside of Illinois yeah outside of Illinois and Wisconsin the clear winners you know it's hard to win on the road in the Big Ten I'm just saying Wisconsin has they they. They've been unlucky at times. Their offense is unlucky. They've been lucky at times. Their offense isn't as dominant. You know, I love um, Johnny Davis, but what else does Wisconsin bring to the table that's going to say, hey, look, they're going to make a run? You know, their defense isn't that good. Their offense slows down. When they slow down, shh, you know? Yeah. I think my pick would be Purdue. I think um, all the reasons that we said they are the best offensively they show that they can handle Illinois they blew Illinois out the last time they played yeah uh Wisconsin uh, how did how did Purdue and Wisconsin do Wisconsin's most likely gonna win the Big Ten regular season title yeah but I don't think they win the tournament though I don't think so I, I we'll I, get to the, the Big Ten later on I have things to say about I that. have things to say about that too Logan so but should we uh, Wait, move on to the true bloodbath Interesting. Okay, so Purdue plays Wisconsin tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh. Interesting. We have some key games coming up. Uh, but yeah, let's get to the true bloodbath of college basketball. Wait, no, you're skipping someone. 
Oh, right. What conference am I skipping? The Pac-12. Oh, I literally have. They see, I have such little on the Pac-12 that <laughs> I said still Arizona's conference to lose. Nothing much after that. I love Arizona. I think Arizona is is uh, can go far. Uh, UCLA. I don't. I feel like I have an intense hatred for UCLA for some reason. That's not how it used to be though. That's the but thing. like I just think they're slightly not overrated. Uh, I'm gonna talk about UCLA. We're talking about actually. I'll say they're slightly overrated. I just think that Johnny Juzang hasn't been healthy. Yeah, he needs to get healthy. They need him, and then USC screams first round exit. I don't know why, but they do. Yeah. So we'll get the Pac-12. That's it's Arizona's conference to lose. If actually, I do want to talk about Oregon. Oregon. If Oregon, they're currently first four out. If they have Washington, Washington State next. If they can be both those teams and probably go decently far in their tournament. I think they'll get in uh, for a team that I think was were they ranked in the preseason. I believe so. For a team that was ranked in the preseason, they shouldn't be like clinging to the a thread. But talk to Maryland. They are, um, but if they do win out and win a couple games in the tournament, the Pac-12 tournament, I think they'll be in. Um, but let's go to the let's go to the real bloodbath. The SEC is a fucking mess. Oh, I love it. The SEC is literally full of teams that could just. Go on runs, but I'm I'm gonna say exactly what I have written down. First off, the SC is, has five ranked teams, which I think is more than any other conference right now. Mm, is it? The Big Ten might be there. The Big Ten is always there, but I don't Big think. Big Ten is f- five. Okay, so okay, yeah. So let me say, let me say what I have written down for the SC. Ready? Okay, ready? Auburn needs to watch itself. Okay. I, okay. Um. They started off really hot, but their last two, those last two um, wins, um, losses against Florida and Arkansas, both on the road. Both on the road. They are not a good road team. Um, teams. Arkansas is here to wreck shit. Yes, 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 yes. Arkansas I'm is here. I'm, I'm in love with Arkansas. Kentucky is lost in the mess, but still might win the SEC tournament, and Alabama is somehow staying afloat. I think it's the same Alabama. Talk to me about Alabama. Right, so I'll go. I'll go through it. Well, Auburn, I agree with you fullheartedly. I think that they need to watch out. Uh, they need to play flawless basketball because the SEC is like, especially in the SEC tournament, there are some good teams in here. Like that, like you can go all the way down to at least South Carolina, Mississippi well, State, and there's solid teams in here. Well, I'm I'm also saying that too because like Auburn could even lose the big the SEC regular season right. title at this point. Right. Uh, Kentucky, I think Kentucky is my favorite to win the SEC tournament and even the the whole tournament. Yeah, the NCAA tournament because they just they seem very complete this year. Tennessee, I like Tennessee a lot. I do. They are they have the third most efficient defense. You know how we love defense. I love defense. They're, they've beaten Arizona, Kentucky, Auburn this season. I like Tennessee. Well, Tennessee, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if they won the SEC tournament. Tennessee also has well. Also, another thing too about the, those three teams that you listed, um, between Tennessee, between um, Auburn, and Kentucky, you know, team Kentucky. Home. exactly. That's, that's um, I wonder if any of them play each other in the, in the upcoming weeks because that is something that um, pe- I think I, wrote I think people people have to watch that out for that because. Auburn being undefeated at home, Kentucky being undefeated at home, and Tennessee being undefeated at home is not is not a is not half bad. You know, three undefeated teams at home. First off, the SEC yeah, Arkansas teams, has one loss 
at home. SEC teams are just great at home, as we as we've seen. Yeah. Uh, everything down till Texas A and M. Like everyone has at least eleven wins at home, which is crazy to uh-huh. see. You know, even Ole Miss, who's like thirteen and sixteen, has, or ten and seven at home. Yeah. You know. Uh, I'm gonna go back to Arkansas. They're really high right now. They've won five of six, including beating Auburn, Tennessee, and Kentucky. And let me get to Alabama, my team last year, the one I was pushing heavy. I feel like Alabama is like a toxic ex. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because you wanna you wanna look at the good qualities, you know. They've beaten Gonzaga. They've beaten Houston. They've beaten Tennessee. They've beaten Baylor. You you see those good qualities. Yeah. But. It's clouding your judgment, Noah. It is. They don't. It doesn't show you the bad qualities. The loss to Missouri. The loss to Georgia, the worst team in the SEC. The loss to Mississippi State. The loss to Davidson and Iona. While good, good major yeah, teams. A, Iona has but Alabama's you, number. That's Alabama. Day. Alabama should have won those games. That's what I'm saying. But the losses to Missouri, Georgia, and Mississippi State are like. Are the the toxic traits that you're trying to forget about because you see the the Baylor and the Gonzaga, but you can't. Alabama is the the most hot and cold team I have ever seen. I don't understand how one day they can beat the best team in the country, and the other day they can lose to the worst team in the SEC. Okay, I'll say so this. So they're either gonna win the entire tournament or lose in the first round. I'll say this about um, <laughs> Bama. Um, actually, we'll talk about. I'll talk about Bama later. I don't want to get into it too much. But I, I do. I do agree with you. They're literally. They're either gonna win this whole damn thing or like it's, just be embarrassed in the to, first round. Yeah, lose to Ole Miss in the first round. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no. Bama being like a toxic ex is such a weird, a great and weird um comparison. But you know, again, the SEC has so many teams that could just f shit mm-hmm. up. Um, There's even, LSU in there too. Right? LSU should. I think they're making the probably gonna make the whole tournament. Um, I think they're a lock at this point. Um, they they have the resume, you know. It's not the SEC is not like a team, a, a conference that you know is usually known for their basketball prowess. It's usually just Kentucky and then whoever gets in there. But right, but lately they've been on the come up. I don't know. Yeah, you know, if you fail at basketball, look at your a uh, football. Look at your basketball team because you'll see probably goodness. Um, but yeah, the SEC definitely. Um, right now, Bracketology has Auburn, Kentucky, Tennessee, Bama, LSU, and Arkansas all locks. And Florida could just end up being there, but like. Florida's like shaky right now. Shaky as hell. Um, They got Vanderbilt and Kentucky up soon. So. Do we want to talk about our frauds? Let's talk about our frauds. I want. Well, we already know one one of my frauds. Big, big fraud. Talk to Number me. Number one fraud is the Providence Friars. As Talk, I let said. me know why you think Providence and is I already there. said why. Because? I think they're the most lucky, the number one luckiest team. Their their brand of winning is not sustainable. That's all. I'm sorry. But You're not going to win. Is it six tournament games? Do they play six games? I think it's six. Six games... Or four, Back. four. It might be four. It might be what? four. What four? It's it's round of thirty-two, no round of sixty-four, thirty-two, Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight, Final Four, the championship. You're not going six games by five points or less. I'm sorry, that is not a sustainable way of winning games. I just don't buy it. 
I'm, I'm just, I just don't buy into it. I'm sorry. I'm selling all of my Providence stock. Well, you didn't, we weren't buying them into them anyway. I think you've always said I'm that. All, uh, no, I'm not a hater. I like, I like. You, to, you are definitely no, a hater. I don't like outright just hate Providence for no reason. I just don't trust them. That's it. That's why I think they're frauds. Are, is it because you've been hurt by another team before and you just don't want it to be? Is this are you? <laughs> Am I projecting? Are you projecting? No, I just there's something. There's a a flashing red light over Providence, <laughs> and it's it's like okay, whatever. I'll just ignore it. But it's it's continuing to flash, and that's how I feel about Providence every time I look at them. Okay. I'm like, there's something off, and I can't shake that feeling, and and that's why they're the number one fraud. Okay. And I hope you don't take my other frauds. Uh, I probably will. I'll talk about my first fraud, and I'm going to get a lot of hate for this because the metrics, everything in the metrics says that they should be good. But I don't think they're going to have... this. Last year, they were my team that I thought um, that I thought would make it to the Sweet 16 and Elite 8, and they did. Um, they're a top 10 team right now. Houston. <gasps> really? I have Houston too. <laughs> oh, that's so, great. So the Houston Cougars. Because their offensive rebounds are like the. the it's best. just they're one of the best offensive rebounding teams in the nation. Okay. They also defend the rim extremely well. I think they have like five point four blocks per game, and they also pass the ball really well. Get you can get sixteen and a half assists per game. It doesn't really help when you turn the ball over eleven times, which is bottom third in the entire na- in the entire nation. Their offense, their defense is really good, but their offense just doesn't stand up to it. You could be playing teams in the in the um in the a American conference and you might be able to get by with just putting up 73 points and like 60 something, but or 60 points actually. But I'll just say this. I'll say this. They Quentin Grimes added a lot of volume to their three-point shooting that last year when he was there. His loss is felt because right now, they, for a team that attempts 23 a game, they're only making eight. You're shooting 34% 20, from three. You said 23s and they're making They're making 23. They're, they're shooting 24, actually, 23.9. 24, they're shooting 24 threes a game, and they're only making a third of them. They do not get to the line a lot. And they turned the ball over a good amount of times. This this is when they played Memphis and SMU. Those back to back wins losses show like had a gigantic red flag for me, especially for a team that has no quad one wins. I'm sorry that it just for, Memphis is one of the most sloppiest teams in college basketball, and you lost them. And I think Memphis might end up winning the American. Nice late season push out of Memphis. I think Memphis wins the American. I don't have my late season push um, part, but whatever. It's okay. I already said two of mine. Okay. Um, I I have Houston too, and for those reasons, I just think that the lack of quad one wins, the injuries that they've dealt with, two I think major injuries to their team. Yep. Early on and. I just, I just don't trust him. I love Calvin Tatum. He's a great coach. Houston was great, and Houston's probably going to win the regular season title. I don't think they win the tournament. Um, I have pray for my next fraud. Who's your next fraud? The biggest red flag in all of college basketball is the entire Big Ten. I agree. I know that's cheating. That's but, cheating, but... But it is the entire Big Ten and any team that makes the tournament in the Big Ten. Why is that? Because I just feel like we talked about this 
a couple days ago. The Big Ten just never shows up, it feels like. Mm -hmm. I think Wisconsin makes a tournament, they're going to get exposed. I think Purdue makes a tournament, they're going to get exposed defensively. I think Illinois makes a tournament. I wouldn't be surprised if they're exposed. Michigan State, I think, is... One of the biggest frauds. Fraudulent. Ohio State, I think they'll get exposed defensively. I, The top four teams in the Big Ten, I think, or what could all be considered frauds if they make the tournament. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. And I, I thought, you see, I'm glad I'm glad you're not letting your biases, like, really hurt you. Or not even biases. Because I'm going to... I was my next fraud. I'm gonna skip real quick. I'll come back to them later. This is my other fraud, my third fraud, where I felt a lot of conflict putting them here, especially the, given the praise you were giving them earlier in our um, segment. The Illinois Fighting Illini are one of my frauds. I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not upset with you for that because even though I think that they'll do well in the Big Ten tournament, the Big Ten tournament and March Madness are two <laughs> entirely different things, and they they won the. They won the Big Ten last, last year. year. Yeah, and then they got smacked by I don't know who it was, but a, I think a lower seed in like the second round. I'll talk. I'll talk. So, let me yeah. tell you. Let me tell you talk, why talk, talk Illinois is. I, and I personally, Ayodasun was one of our favorite players. Him. Always. I love him. Kofi Coburn is going to be a beast when he gets to the NBA. I mean, he should have won Do last year, but he, he he'll probably come back a year. He's a dreamer. Really? Um. Yeah. He's probably one of the best players in college basketball right. right now. Illinois has not, and you know me, you know me, Logan. What am I? What do I love? I love not e- not even like uh, let's let's um let's just broaden it for a second. I love metrics. I love the metrics. You know, I feel like I'm not a guy who's like statistic statistic analytical stuff mean a lot. Illinois doesn't have a single good metric right now. They're fiftieth in terms of points scored, really? but one hundred fiftieth in defense. Yeah, they're they're not looking. They turn the ball over damn near thirteen times a game, but and they do not force enough. They are absolute for Kofi Coburn to be such a dominant paint presence. He's such an absolute shit paint defender. Um, they rebound at a good clip, but they don't get enough offensive boards. They don't get to the line enough. They shoot only about thirty-seven percent from three. Uh, only 52% from the field as a whole. And their offense, and I, I literally have written here, not a single good metric. They're 5-5 five and five in quad one games mm. and 6-3 and three in quad two games. Uh, they don't have a slowdown guard like Ayo Dosunmu, who was a great person who could go get you a bucket and slow down the tempo. We saw that during the Big Ten tournament. When the game is getting too hot or the tempo is so high, Ayo Dosun was your guard to slow it down. Andre Corbello was supposed to take that next step this year. He hasn't. And that is why this is one of the worst passing teams in the Big Ten. And what I said here, God forbid they get into a shootout. You know? Like, other last losses. They they just had a loss against um, Ohio State, 8386. They had their other loss. Um, I forget who their other losses were, too, but... Purdue twice. Pur- Purdue twice. Exactly. They, if the offense gets to Rutgers, kill them. If the offense can't handle, if the offense can't slow, if the offense can't keep up with the other team because they're not that good defensively, they will fold. And that's why Illinois is one of the biggest frauds for me. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, the the efficiency defensively, one d- defensive wise, and the best team in the Big Ten is it is Indiana 
with the 19th most efficient defense. But then you go down to like, you're looking for Illinois and Wisconsin and Purdue. Illinois is 34th. Wisconsin's 35th. Purdue. I'm so scrolling. <laughs> well, first off, Purdue? Purdue cannot guard the three. We saw Purdue this. Purdue is like, oh, 107. Yeah. And where's Ohio State? Unless they get into too many shootouts. 98. Yeah, they get into way like, too many shootouts. They're all, I think, all defensive liabilities. Yeah. And I think if they play, I don't know what the Big Ten is about. They're just, they just, I guess it doesn't matter if you don't play defense in the Big Ten because all these teams are still relatively good. But once they get to the tournament, it's just like, no. Yeah. Play a Big 12 team who are like, they're all up here in the top 30. Play a, a Pac-12 team, and they're up here. I just I just don't trust any of the Big Ten teams in the tournament at all. Who's your third fraud, Logan? Well, my third fraud was Houston, but you didn't need to. Okay, my third fraud is UCLA. We oh, talked I had one. UCLA, and I erased them with the Big Ten. So <laughs> let's go. Look at this. UCLA, they green. get out-rebounded way too easily. And for a team that takes so many shots, they just they're not efficient. That's all. That's all I have to. This is not the same UCLA team that made the Final Four last year. But even that Final Four team last year was, uh, I, they weren't that good of a team. And then they were ranked second in the preseason poll, and I was like, no. Exactly, you know. Um, but that's funny because I had UCLA. And I, yeah, I, I, I get to know that we had the same, the same amount, the same um, frauds. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I wonder who you have as your bracket busters. This was actually harder. It was very hard. Because there's a lot of teams, and I was like, is this considered a bracket buster? Um, first one I have is Davidson. Davidson, good I, team. I, I like Davidson a lot. Uh, they tend as theirs this year. Um, they've beaten um, Alabama. They're a very good three-point shooting team. I wouldn't be surprised if they won, like, two or, two or three games in the, the tournament, the March Madness tournament. So I really like Davidson. I don't know what they're projected as currently. Um, I know they're definitely. They're currently. I'm not sure what they're currently projected Wait. as. What? They're currently a ten. Currently a ten seed. Um, so. I'm. I like Davidson. I, I think they would be a team that I could see winning two or three games. This this uh in this tournament. Uh, let me talk about my first um, my first bracket buster. It's Alabama. Alabama. Alabama is a bracket buster for me because just like you said, they could either be a first round exit yeah. or they could be a team that makes a run. Um, Alabama has kept their head afloat. They're sloppy when it comes to turnovers, but when they get it together, they can get it done. They have more quad one games than most teams in the entire country, and they. Damn near pushing 20 wins with the hardest schedule in the nation. Uh, they need to cut down on turnovers. They need to get a little more efficient getting to the line. And defensively, they're not as you know good as they used to be. But I, I think Nate Oates is a great coach, and I think Bama could bust some brackets this year. Hopefully I don't fall into that trap. <laughs> what about you? What's your what's your next? Um I'm gonna go with St. Mary's. Okay. Even though they're a projected six seed right now, so I, I don't know if that's considered fair. Do they actually switch that? No, it's not. You're good. That's that's a people usually have. I never pick for St. Mary's. They just they just beat Gonzaga. Um, they have wins over Notre Dame, who we talked about previously. Could 
is doing really well in the ACC. And then Oregon, who, while isn't what they were in the preseason, is still a pretty solid team. I just... The resume looks good. I think if they can go to go far in the... Get on a, a run in the uh, West, is the West Coast. West Coast, West Coast, yep. If they can get on a run in the West Coast Conference and take that into the tournament, I wouldn't be surprised if they beat whoever they play and maybe another two games. I think that while you'd like to think the West Coast is a cupcake Mickey Mouse conference, I think St. Mary's this year it has proved you wrong. Uh, according to a group chat that I'm in, Providence has not missed a three. In the second half. No. I don't care. And they're not only down five. Anyway, uh, let me talk about my. It's so funny you mentioned the West Coast logo. Oh, goodness. Did you put San Francisco? San Francisco. If they even make the tournament, bro. They're making the tournament. Let me look at this. San Francisco. Here's the thing the Dons. They're a top 40 team when it comes to the net. Rating. They have one bad loss, but they've been here before. Top 50 schedule with a top 30 net rating. San Francisco, it all depends on what happens in the West Coast Conference tournament. They have they're they four seed. They need to win some games, and they need to not. They need to not play Gonzaga. That is the one thing they can't. Don't do. they play BYU first? They do play BYU. I think no. They have a bye. They have a bye. Mm. So but they might get BYU. They might BYU. get BYU. All I'm saying is that they just need to not play Gonzaga because that's the one team that had their number all year. I think San Francisco could make a couple because only because like the West Coast Conference is thought of as a Mickey Mouse by you. conference by not just me. Let's calm by down. A lot of people. Um, San Francisco is twenty three and eight, but they're also two hundred forty fifth in uh, adjusted luck rating. So they're they um, haven't played easy games. Um, when you look at their quad one victories, they have two quad one victories, but they have seven quad one games. And they're 62 a quad. Um, they also have eight quad two games. No team in the West Coast has has that much to have that many quad two games. Hmm. Granted, Gonzaga and Illinois, um, Gonzaga and St. Mary's both have eight and five um, quad um, quad one um, game, eight and five quad one victories. But San Francisco, 20th in the net, they've played the games. This is this is why I think they. Could um, be a bracket buster because oh, yeah. people are always saying like you know it's cupcakes out of They've played the games, they've been here before, and they haven't ha- been blown out in any of them. So that's what outside of the Gonzaga games. So that's why I, th- I think that they I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, my last one is Iona. The Gales, Rick Pitino. Rick Pitino has the Gales about to win. Well, they I think they have won the regular season. As usual, you know it's Rick Pitino. Don't they have a loss? A Win against Bama this year? Oh, I'm getting there. I'm just trying to figure out the conference. The Metro Ath- Atle- Atlantic Athletic Conference. The MAC. MIAC. The MIAC. Wait, that's the MIAC? Or think. is it the MIAC? The Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference <laughs> is the MIAC. It's the MAC. <laughs> um, they're 16-2 and two in conference. They won the regular season title. Let's see if they can win the, the tournament. They beat Bama, I, yeah, as you said, and they played Kansas this year and only lost by 13. And considering okay. you're a mid-major and you're playing one of the best teams in the country, I I wouldn't be too upset about that. Um, so I just, I just, they just seem like a team that, I think, what was it? 
their win streak. They're on a five game win streak. If they can go in the tournament, win the whole tournament, the their the MIAC, I mean the MAC tournament. I wouldn't be surprised if they went into the tournament on a run and beat whoever they play. Right now they're projected twelve. They if the season's if if the bracket falls the way it is, they would be projected to play Texas. Yeah. And I I would not be surprised if they beat Texas. And then look at this. Providence is on their bracket. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they beat Providence. So I like Iona to be a a sneaky team to to beat a team or two in the tournament and yeah, look at Rick Pitino go. Um the Gales. Let me talk about my last bracket buster. You're gonna be mad at me. Am I? Yeah, because you know this team isn't really on anyone's radar. In fact, they're four point eight projection to make the NCAA tournament, but they could turn some heads in the ACC cha- NCC tournament. Oh, Logan, what team do you think I'm talking about? The ACC or the AAC? ACC. I think you're talking about Syracuse. I'm not talking about Syracuse. Florida State. No. Virginia Tech. Yep. The Hokies, one of the best defensive country- teams in the country. Don't turn the ball over. They are winners of eight of their last nine. With their only loss coming as an eight-point loss against North Carolina. They have two very winnable games coming up okay. um, in Louisville and Clemson to help them probably secure a double bye in the, um, in the ACC tournament. Okay. Virginia Tech is a team that has had some very, very unlucky Games. Are they on, uh, how are they on the luck meter? I don't know where they are the luck meter. I haven't looked at that. I believe they're 321 wow. in luck. Wow, that's pretty shit luck. Yes. They're 1-5 in, in quad one games, which doesn't really bode well for them. But they are also 4-4 four four in quad two games, 7-3 in quad three, and 5-0 in quad four games. Virginia Tech is a team that when they put it all together, they can actually get stuff done especially when it comes in the ACC tournament where anything can happen I think the Hokies because of their de- I think their defense is going to be the one thing that can um, help put, push them put them all together you know they came back against Miami earlier in the season I think they've they're like at top uh, probably at the top of the nation in three-point um, field goal percentage I pay man I'm just saying Virginia Tech is a team that could probably make a run in the tournament I have a special bonus uh, bracket buster. A bonus? Uh, it's any team from the Mountain West Conference. Okay, that does that include Boise State? It does include Boise State. It includes the Colorado State Rams, the Wyoming Cowboys, and the San Diego State Aztecs. Okay. All four of those teams... The Mountain West has predicted four teams in the tournament as of now. That's crazy. And I think any of those teams could to, could surprise. Uh, their Colorado State's an eight seed. Um, Wyoming's a nine. I think San Diego State is 11, 12. Um, Can't remember the other one because I am stupid. <laughs> but anyway, the entire Mountain West, I just I, I like what they've been doing this year. I wouldn't be surprised if they were also making upset. Yeah. Doing upset. Upset a team. <laughs> anyway, my late season push, I already, already did that. I said Rutgers, Memphis. Again, I agree yeah. with you. And Oregon. Key games this week. 
right now there's a lot of key games happening, which would be already be over by the time this pod is out. But Providence and Villanova are playing. Yep. Um, Purdue and Wisconsin do play later tonight. Well, that's a big game for the Big Ten regular season title, I believe. And then Arizona and USC play tonight, which is another pretty big game for the Pac-12. Tomorrow, there's a big bubble a bubble, bubble game, if you will. Rutgers-Indiana? Rutgers-Indiana. Um, that's all I saw for that. Then, I know Thursday, Michigan State yeah, plays Ohio State. I was going to say Thursday, also, Iowa v. Michigan. That's a big game for Michigan to not fall out of the bubble. There's and then conference tournaments are starting up this week. The Horizon League tournament. And the, the, <laughs> the Horizon the, League. The, the the Northeast Conference tournament. I think the uh A Sun also starts to believe. The A Sun starts tomorrow. I know one already the NEC already started. Yeah, our first team was eliminated. The the Farley Farley Dickinson, Dickinson was Knights were dang. Lost to Central Connecticut. Eh, Central Connecticut State. No, just Central Connecticut. Oh, okay. So yeah, the 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 madness has already started. <laughs> All right. Do you want to? Do we want to move on to professional? To professional basketball. Yep. And so just not like as good basketball, huh? Not as good basketball. Not as good basketball, but you know, not as good basketball, but a great player. You know, Murray State is ranked, but uh, Murray State, Murray State Murray alumnus, a bracket buster too. Murray State alumnus John Morant is killing it. Uh, isn't that your guy? Your uh, most guy. improved my, my guy. I have the. I am waiting for the not. If he doesn't win most improved player, I mean, they probably just won't give it to him because he's just transcended that uh, award. But he was my guy, most improved player. I said it in October. I have the receipt, and I'm going to tweet that shit. No one's going to see it, but I'm going to tweet that shit. But yeah, I love John Morant. He's, he was our guy, even like his rookie year. We were always pushing for John Morant. Over Zion. Yeah, over Zion. Uh, so do you I'm, know just, what I'm just happy to see and John Morant's, shot crazy. Do you want to know what John Morant's numbers have been in the last four games? Um, so basically since the last... I'm going to say 40, 40 points a game. 40 and a half points per game, yeah. Um, just, 40 and a half points per game, five assists, six rebounds. 11 of 14 from the line, so he's getting there. Uh, 44% from three, 52% from the field, and only 35 minutes per game. He's crazy efficient. He's so good. He had 52 points last night, a career high. After breaking his previous <laughs> career high. Um, he also did that on 22 of 30 shooting. Wow. Um, against a pretty good Spurs team, 4 of 7 from the from, um from the line, and also 404 from three. Oh, he's my guy. I love him so much. John Morant, what do we have to, like... I don't know. What is there to say other than he's great and I have his jersey hanging on the wall. Memphis should, is third in third in the in the West right now. They are actually, they are one game back of the Warriors for second. I'm telling you, the, the West is run by these, like, young star guards. Just look at them all. They're also 8-2 in their last 10. Memphis is a good team. Are they like I don't know if they're like ahead of schedule if they're like contender worth I think cuz their entire team is playing well. Like you said Steven Adams is is playing well. Steven Adams Desmond I I Bain said is having a good season. Uh who's that guy you said? Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks. 
Jaron Jackson needs to step his shit up, but like. But everyone's playing well, not just Ja. I mean, obviously, Ja's the headline. But everyone's playing well for Memphis right Well, now. we also have to look. This is the second best offense in terms of um, points per game and the 14th best offense in terms of points per game. Defensive rating, they're eighth. And offensive rating, they're sixth. They're, they're sixth in net rating right now. They they play at an extremely high pace. I think they're seventh in the league with that. This is a team where their over preseason over under odds were forty one and a half. I should have taken the chopper in most improved player odds. They're straight up destroying their opponents. Um I I just, I don't know what else to say about this team. The Anthony Mellon's playing great for them. Dylan Brooks, eighteen and a half points for them. Desmond Bain, seventeen and a half. Jaron Jackson Jr., sixteen and a half with six rebounds. He's also shooting about thirty everyone at least is shooting thirty they're not a good three point shooting team, which is gonna hurt them eventually, but in their best four factors, number one in offensive rebound percentage. Oh. You love that. They're six in turnover percentage, meaning they Turn the ball over. One, of, they're one of the best teams in terms of turnovers. They rebound the well, ball extremely well. They push the pace. Their schedule is really hard. Their margin of victory is fifth in the league. This is a really good team, Logan. Like a really, really good team. So, are they ahead of schedule? Maybe. I don't. I, I think they're right on schedule. The only thing that's work that's not working for them is their three point shooting. They are bottom of the league in terms of three point attempt rate. But they also show that you don't really need a really good like maybe if they if all they need is right now just a shooter just a just a knockdown shooter, and they'd just be great. He they, he's so John Morant's so good. He's so good. Should have put jersey on. You should have. But alas, <laughs> put him next time. You will okay, but next up we're talking about another team in the East right now. A team that's on a three game winning streak. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, what do you mean, yuck? What's wrong? What's, what's that? Ugh. I'm tired of this. What do you, how do you feel, Logan, about the new James Harden Joel? It's Perry? a match made in heaven. It really is. It's just beautiful how well they work together. I'm so surprised. No, actually, I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm not surprised at all. It, it's, it works flawlessly. The last two games have been um, straight up blowouts to the Knicks and Timberwolves. Obviously, they're still like. Huge games to be like played still, but right. But the fact that they went, they they've come into these games and played together so seamlessly. Uh, Joel Embiid, what had he's been? He's averaging I think thirty six points. Right, and James Harden had triple double in his second game. He's averaging twenty eight. Um, he's averaging twenty eight, fourteen, and nine. Let's not forget about Tyrese Maxey, who is also literally just since Harden got there is playing. Good as well, so I don't know. This is a dangerous combination. <laughs> it's very, it's it's quite scary. I mean, Tyrese Maxey somehow I don't know what it is, but since he he's also a player that you could see winning most approved player this year. He's, no, I'm sorry, John Morant has a shit on lock. I know, but he's and Anthony a, Simons would have that shit on lock if John Morant didn't exist. Uh, I think Tyrese Maxey would be second in that. Oh, next to Tyler Hero. John, John Moran has that shit. Everyone ha- Sorry, John Moran has that shit on lock. If they don't give it to him, I can understand why. They should give the MVP to him. Honestly, they should. No, but to go on, they, should, they should give it to him, honestly. MVP deserves the MVP. Well, um, the cynic in me here wants to say, oh, Harden is a bum, and he's just going to leave Philly in six months, and this isn't going to work, and they're going to lose in six games. This is the best the big Bucks, man that he's ever played with. But the... 
I'm I'll just say that I think the Sixers are much much better now, which is quite obvious. Uh, and I agree, this is Embiid and Harden, the, the, the duo. Harden hasn't had anyone like Embiid, and Embiid definitely has never had anyone oh, like he's Harden. So good. Like that's the thing too. Like Tobias. Tobias Harris has literally been He's the fourth best player on the team now. Because Tyrese Maxey is also averaging 24.5 points on 67% from the field. (laughs) Since since Harden got there. Shake Milton's still there. They still have Furkan. They still have Matisse Teibel. They're going to go aggressively after DeAndre Jordan in the buyout market. Basically, DeAndre Jordan is just an older Andre Drummond, but... Joel Embiid is going to, I think, is only going to get better. This is literally, people talk about the pick and roll, but Embiid could create his own offense, which is scary. I think this is the M- Embiid. Do you think that year. they can make the NBA finals? It's just, I think so. I think they're the, for me, they're the third Good. best team. I think they're the favorite. No, they're the third best team to make in the East. I think so, too. Um, I, The Heat. You cannot overlook the Heat. You definitely can't overlook the the Bucks. The Bucks. I don't want anyone to talk about the regular season record. The Bucks. Who cares about the regular season? When Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and Giannis Antetokounmpo play together, they just and we saw that this year. They just are wildly efficient, you know. But the Sixers is probably the best team that they've had in a while. Yeah, I would be happy if I were a Sixers fan. And because, you know, Tobias Harris had to be the second option around Ben Simmons, and now he doesn't even have to do that. And I think that's even the... I think when Tobias Harris becomes your X-Factor, or Tyrese Maxey becomes your X-Factor, that's a problem. That's, that's, you know, scary. Finally back on track. After letting Jimmy Butler leave. You know, well, we want to talk about back on track. Let's talk about a team... That isn't on track at all. Let's talk about the Los Angeles Lakers a little bit. They got legitimately killed by the Pelicans. Um, oh, the rebuilding Pelicans. The rebuilding Pelicans. They got hammered. Um, they after losing to the Clippers in a game that you know Tyron Lue says, "Oh, we weren't thinking about the Lakers. We were just thinking about the next game." That's disrespectful. <laughs> talk your shit, Tyloo. Um, I'm tired of LeBron James, seeing LeBron James stats, and people saying, oh, yada, yada, yada. And like, First off, stat pattern, stop. It's okay. Why are you playing 30 minutes in a blowout loss, you know? Secondly, stat Anthony... pattern? I thought you were talking about Russell. Russell no. Oh, sh- I, I, he would be a stat pattern if he was any good. Oh. <laughs> um, hey, welcome. Join the dark side. No, but he's, he's still not the problem on this team. Are you? We'll talk about him later. With everyone's what I, the problem. It's the entire team's the problem. The, it, the the entire construction of this team is a problem. They are their offensive rating is one hundred eight. They have a good. They have a middling of the pack defense for a team that plays the fourth best pace in the um in the league. They are. They are. They can't get the points, and they can't win these games. They've been killed. Like, look at this, Logan. Look at all these blowout losses. Anthony Davis cannot stay healthy. He's out for like what four to five weeks again. Uh, yeah, he's re, he'll be reevaluated in four weeks. Avery Bradley hasn't played since February twelfth. LeBron James, whatever. I don't. I don't care about him anymore. Um, and now also. They they waived DeAndre Jordan and now they will be aggressively pursuing DJ Augustine. Oh, 
He saw another like older veteran. I, the the composition of this team has has been so confusing to me. Um, they're terrible at offensive boards, which is weird because they, you know, got rid of their two best centers in Montrezl Harrell, DeAndre Jordan. No, whatever. No, we don't need centers. Sorry. LeBron is averaging 20, 29, 6, and 8 for what? Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. Russell Westbrook's having a terrible season, but he's still averaging 18, 7, and 7. Shooting 43% from the field and 29% from three. Like, this, first off, this is a terrible shooting team because it, I don't understand why. LeBron is taking seven threes per game and only hitting 35, hitting them at I don't understand why they're the 19th. Best, the 19th in three-point percentage, I'm pretty sure. It, I don't know what the problem... The, the I know what the problem is, and we'll talk about that later. I know exactly what the problem is with these t- this team. But, yeah. Mm. I, have to, I have to miss the playoffs. <laughs> they probably might. I mean, they're in the playoff um, range right now. I mean, play in the range right now, but... LeBron's favorite. What? What? LeBron loves to play in tournaments. No, he doesn't. Um, the Nets. Let's talk about the Nets. The Nets are playing the Raptors right now. Uh, Scotty Barnes literally had the game of his career uh, um, after blowing them out by damn near 40 points. Um, and they're playing them again right now. The Nets, they beat the Bucks this year. Simmons is still not okayed for Nets practices. So, again, why did you really ch- um, trade him? Who knows? Because you were going to lose Harden for nothing. Yeah. Uh, according to Eric Davis, and I'll, I'll read exactly his statement there. The Eric Davis. Is it Eric Davis? Eric Adams. Eric Adams. I'm bugging. According to Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, he says this regarding the vaccine um, mandate that still doesn't okay um, Kyrie to play. But it's still okay to sit as a spectator. <laughs> you know? I want Kyrie on the court. I would do anything to get that ring. So badly I want it. But it would send the wrong message just to have an exception for one player. So, but he's in the he's in the arena, right? Yeah. Is it because he has to? They don't wear masks on the court. Is that it? I I don't know. I don't know. It's just the unvaccinated like worker rule. Private because Barclays is in the private sector. So I I don't know. I really don't. But like, hey. At least they could win all their away games in the playoffs. I thought the, the mask mandate was... Lifted? Lifted for New York. Uh, it's, he's unvaccinated. Okay. It's, uh, I, I don't know. I really don't know what's the situation. I think they're just trying to make an example out of him now. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, but, Logan... That, that's it. That's all we had for the NBA wraparound. Really? Yeah. Do you want to get into hot takes? You know I do. What the fuck are the Knicks my favorite team? Oh. It says you're on my account? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good to know. Um, Logan, you got to ready for some... Should we... Uh, uh, we'll get to some... To some basketball. Basketball. College basketball. You ready? Nebraska is beating Ohio State. Of course. Because that's... The, our A1 tripping has inspired them. <laughs> um, is that on the road? It is on the road. Two roadmans, let's go. Responding to a Fox College Hoops um, 
A Fox College Hoops question. Who is the best Bard and Big Man duo? Mm -hmm. At uh, Peyton Tucker at underscore peep underscore three said J.D. Note and Jalen Williams of Arkansas. I love Jalen Williams. Uh, For reference, J.D. Note is averaging 19 points, 4.3 rebounds to 3.6 since Jalen Williams is averaging 10.5 points, 9.7 rebounds to 2.5 assists. Are there? They've been gigantic factors in Arkansas success. Um, I think other people put on this um, on this list were um, Jaden Ivy and Travion Williams. First off, get them off of that. I don't. I don't want to. Don't... Is this duos or center? duos? Duos. Guard center. Guard center. Well, I thought I didn't know Travion was a guard. I center. I think he's a guard. He no. Travion Williams is a big man. He's like six ten. Oh shit. He just sounds like a guard. No, I agree with him with saying J.D. Note and Jalen Williams are the not the best. I don't think they're the best ter- in terms of college, um, in terms of college basketball. I actually, I'll actually like look up. Let me show you exactly who they have um, on that list. On that list, you have. Give me two seconds here. There's so much happening. Um, you have Jaden Ivey. Then you have Coburn and Frazier. I don't know who the Frazier is. Ty Ty Washington and um, Ty Ty Washington and Shibuya, Oscar Shibuya, and then Jabari Smith and his point guard. I'm not sure who that is. His point guard. <laughs> I don't know who his point guard. I don't know whose point guard is. <laughs> Let's do that rando is. Uh, let me I see. Ty Ty Washington. Well, he's not healthy right now, but if he's healthy, I think that I want to be like, upset with him and Shibuya getting it. Illinois, Illinois point guard. I'm not. I'm not touching Illinois point guard. I'm sorry. He's they. They don't have a real point guard. Um, what's his name? Frazier. Who is that? They don't have a real point guard. Trent Frazier. He's averaging twelve and a half points and four assists per game. Yeah. No. I. I think it's J.D. Note and Jalen Williams only because they're the most impactful. Arkansas is nothing without them. You know who beat out Arkansas this year? Hotcher. Yeah. Hotcher Prime. Uh-huh. Must be Houston, too. Yeah. The fraudulent team. And the fraudulent team that was Maryland. <laughs> uh, next hot take, since that one wasn't nearly as hot enough. Logan. Wisconsin certainly is polarizing. Not sure they have the resume for a two-seed. I'd have them behind most of your three-seeds. More clarity after tonight. Hey, man. I... Fully agree. I full-heartedly agree with you. What are they now? They're projected as a two-seed, I'm pretty they sure. They are? I thought they were three. Oh, according to, the like, the Fox Hoops one. In oh. Bracketology, I don't think they're projected. They're a three-seed right now on ESPN. Oh, who are the three-seeds? Well, three let's seeds. go through three-seeds, let's say. By the way, this was by at Craig A. Holder. Three-seeds are Nova, Wisconsin, um, Texas Tech, and... Tennessee. Yeah, yeah Wisconsin's worst. The worst one. <laughs> yeah, Wisconsin. Look at the four seeds. Let's look at the four seeds. UCLA, that's fine. Why is to take UCLA? UConn away from. and Providence. I would put Providence over Wisconsin. Yeah, and let's you... give some love to Providence. And I hate Providence, but no, I would put Providence if if Nova's a three seed. Again, if, and if we'll Nova's see a three tonight. seed, then and I think Nova is gonna oh. If Nova's a three seed, I think Providence should be a three seed over Wisconsin. I would. That's, yeah. 
Yeah, and we'll and see. I hate Providence. We'll see I don't hate Providence. I, I don't like Providence, but I think Providence at least deserves to be a... They're the number nine team in the country. And we'll see after tonight. Well, yeah, right now it's 71-70. All right. According to a who... A who... A Providence in the, um, Wisconsin... Uh, no, I'm talking about Wisconsin pretty much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. response to a Hoop Central question about who you have to start to build your franchise around. Ja or Luca? At Jordan J said, Luca is the better player, but Ja seems like more like a leader. His teammates love playing with him and for him. Plus, Luca's also a ball hog, so I would take Ja starting my franchise. At Logan Thompson, at Benny underscore Profane underscore says, the only player with a problem with Luca was Porzingis. Porzingis is a bum. Who just seems unpleasant. Luca isn't a ball hog. He's playing with three guard lineups right now and sharing with Brunson. He's just young and learning how to give it up, doing faster too. Than like a guy or like Kobe or Harden. Here's the thing. Oh, this is a tough one. This actually. is a tough one, because what did you say? Colin Coward said it. You would. You he have... doesn't. Colin Coward doesn't like John Moran because he's a, uh, a guard that drives the basket and hyper athletic. What's this? What do they want guards like, to do? Something like that, and he's gonna wear out in eight years, like D Rose and Russell Westbrook and John Walden. <laughs> I'll say this, Luca. There's a problem. I have. I'm starting to have problems with the do it all, the do it all um, guard, do it all players. Mr. Triple Double man. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm starting to have problems with the Mr. Triple Doubles. Whether it be the Lebrons, whether it be the um, Lucas, whether it be the Russell Westbrooks. I'm not have like. Luca's extremely efficient. He makes his players among him so much better. But what type of player do you put next to him? And I think the Mavs have been trying to figure that out. Um, but I just don't think I don't like who other than Kristaps did they put next to him. They've been the three guard lineups. It's like whatever. But like Kristaps is Kristaps wasn't like John Morant. Who's the second best player on the Grizzlies right now? Uh, I would say Desmond Bain. Does Luca have a Desmond Bain? Yeah, he has a Desmond Bain. He doesn't have uh Does he have Jaron Jackson, Jackson Jr. Does he, he doesn't have Brooks. the best center he's ever played with was Boban Marjanovic. <laughs> and that's a problem. Like I'm gonna even though I love John Moran. I have to pick Luca. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna fall into the trap of recency bias. And I think I would have to go with Luca as well. He's averaging what almost near eight twenty six eight and eight in his career. Yeah. Um I I still I still like Luca a little bit more than John, but it's like the slimmest of margins. Well not the slimmest of margins. Well, in terms it's, of it's uh, a, But like they're both great. They're yeah. both great young talents. I'm I would rather start my franchise with Luca. I'm not upset if you start your franchise with John. I think they're both great. Next we have the next hot take we have is from at Johnny underscore Wheeler. Kids, um, replying to a picture that me and you both replied to um, with LeBron James oh, and Bronny. Yeah. Johnny Weir says the Cavs are not that good. They're like the seventh t- best team in the East and they won't do anything above that unless they make changes. What? He obviously isn't watching basketball. <laughs> he, uh, he cannot be watching. Johnny. I'm, he is not watching. Johnny. He's, he cannot be watching basketball. There's no way. There's no way he's watching basketball with things. Johnny. That. The seventh best team in the East. That's I'd say the Heat, 
the Bucks, the Sixers, the Bulls, and a healthy Nets team is better than this. Are like six? Well, in terms of standings, they're fifth in the East right now. So you're you're but for you already the, for no talent, sir. Please. No, unless and they won't do anything above that. The Cavs are not that good, as Wild say. That's what I'd say about the best defense in the in the NBA. Um, That's a team, why I would say a team that is so deep. That seventh in net rating. A team that has not one, not two. They no, they have two. They have two all stars. A team two with two all stars. Two all stars. A team that has the pop, no is Evan Mobley a rookie? Evan Mobley's a rookie. Is he? He's he can probably win. He's averaging 15, 8, um, and 3 assists, 1.7 blocks. Kevin Love is just pulling up from 3 whenever he feels like it. He's as a role player. <laughs> Darius Garland is Sir, slowly turning into one of the best point guards in the NBA. Jared Allen's a fantastic young star. Lloyd Markkinen is playing great. Isaac Okoro is great. They don't even need Colin Sexton. Like I'm sorry. I will not stand for this. Karis LeVert is there. There, yeah, I don't. That f- they won't do anything above that unless they make changes. Like I'm sorry, they have been making changes. If you actually watched basketball, sir, unless you're just a salty fan, unless that's what. I'm unless saying. you're a casual. Yeah. No, but no. This, for also, saying that's mad disrespectful to the Cavs. He has. What is this? He has to be like a fan of a. No, he doesn't have anything in his profile picture. That's that's a casual statement, my friend. That is a very casual statement. You need to check yourself before you make statements like that. <laughs> And disrespecting the Cleveland Cavaliers, who had to deal with the franchise killer known as LeBron James, and have successfully turned it around. So the hot takes. That's all the hot takes. I'm also seeing um, intriguing prospect to watch at the combine this week. Miami QB Derek King. He will throw with the quarterbacks with his group, thro- and then at the combine, and then run routes as a receiver. Derek King is the biggest bum. Anyway. He, what is he, well, he won a war, right? He won his own award. <laughs> the Derek King, the Derek King award. Fraud Award. Yeah. Uh, uh, Logan, do you want to plug us out? Despicable. Hold on, the phone number one. I need to check. Oh, I don't think the game's over. Oh my god, there's three seconds left. Mm. Look at this. Wait, Another hold on. one score <laughs> game for Providence. The luck meter must look <laughs> at First off, you need to stop it. Uh, let me plug us out while I find this game. You can find us on all the DSPs. Actually, are we on all the DSPs anymore? You can find us on Spotify. Make sure to subscribe. Question mark. Yes. Follow, subscribe. Follow, subscribe. Share with your friends. Stick to sports on Twitter. Stick to sports on TikTok. Stick to Sports on YouTube. Stick to Sports Pod on Instagram. Make sure to follow us on all those things. Comment, like, anything that we put out. Please, we love interaction. Please. Um, follow us on Twitter at Logan Borky and Noah underscore Odige. Are we watching the game in real time right now? Yeah, we are watching the game in real time. Villanova's at the free throw line. Uh, is our website? Our website is up. Stick to Sports Network. Network.com for all Stick to Sports content. Uh, look at that, the greatest team in Pennsylvania. It's not that hard, but. I think that's everything. Huh? Oh, Stick to Sports on Twitch.
Kill my stream again. Villanova holds on. To beat Providence. That fraud. Frauds. <laughs> it's a one. Eleven and two in five points or less. <laughs> they're the only team to beat Providence twice this year. Yeah, because they're actually a good team. Anyway, a real team that's gonna go farther in the tournament. Thank you for listening to the Six Sports Podcast. The podcast where our opinions are the only ones that matter. It was Noah. It was Logan. I hate these do it all players. I hate the. I hate the fraudulent team known as the Providence Friars. Okay. It's March. We sleep in May. Thank you for listening. It's the Stick to Sports Podcast with Noah and Logan.